Welcome to the Port City Community Church Podcast. You are listening to our weekday summer series where we are exploring what it would look like to treat this summer as a Sabbath. Sabbath is a time set apart to experience rest as we deliberately stop working and trust in God's provision. To help us find new rhythms of Sabbath rest, we are reading together in the Psalms. Happy Thursday! The words of King David, found in Psalm 51, have served as our meditations this week. Written during a time of internal struggle, David can no longer carry the weight of his sin. He pleads for mercy and forgiveness, needing to be aware of God's presence. David asks God to cleanse his heart and to renew his spirit. Then continuing on, we find another prayer, now a prayer for restoration. Here, David's not asking God to restore his strength, his determination, or his faithfulness. Instead, he's asking God to bring back the joy of his salvation. This is the prayer that we want to look at today. Before we begin, I want to provide space for you to consider where your faith feels stale and stagnant. Ask God to breathe life into these places through this time of shared connection and relationship. Father, with our hands and our hearts open wide, we ask you to refresh us in the security of your love, forgiveness, and presence. And from that place of Sabbath rest, restore the joy of your salvation. Amen. We left off yesterday with David expressing his need for a renewed spirit that would help him stand firm in his faith when faced with temptation and trials. Let's take a moment to reflect on yesterday's scripture. Psalm 51, verses 10 and 11. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Renewal and restoration go hand in hand. You won't have one without the other. But our spirit needs to be tended to. If it's not, our steadfastness will be fleeting. When we lose sight of the thing that motivates us towards faithful obedience, when we forget our why, we will eventually lose heart. With this in mind, I invite you to listen or to follow along in your Bible as I read today's passage. Psalm chapter 51, verses 12 through 15. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, you who are God my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. Take a moment in this quiet space to reflect on what we just read. Of all the things David could have asked for, why might he have asked to see the joy of God's salvation with fresh eyes? Think about the first time you encountered God's love and gave your life to Jesus. Feelings of delight and exhilaration 
with unshakable peace and tranquility. There was a newness to everything. God felt incredibly close. His presence was real. Knowing that your sins were forgiven, paid for, and covered, a sense of freedom filled you. There's a joy that salvation brings. If only you could fill a bottle with those feelings. But over time, feelings can fade. The bottle that might have been filled to overflowing has drained. Before we know it, we're just going through the motions in our faith. Obedience becomes an obligation. There's no joy left, only duty. Some of us begin to question whether our encounter with Christ's love was even genuine in the first place. This is why it's important to see that in his prayer, David isn't asking for God to restore his salvation, but to restore the joy that came with it. Months of hiding his sin has left David spiritually stagnant. David longs for a sense of intimacy and connection. When we're in this position, it's not God's salvation that's in question, but our struggles can rob us of joy and any connection we feel with God. Our tendency is to hide from Him. But inexpressible joy is available to us when we approach God with honest hearts and express gratitude for all He has done for us. God can do His work in us fully only when we open up to Him fully. Sin separates, but grace restores. Take a moment and consider, where do you find yourself just going through the motions in your faith? What would it look like for God to restore the joy of his salvation in this area? Let's read today's passage slowly one more time. As we do, pay attention to why David wants God to restore the joy of his salvation. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, you who are God, my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. After everything David did, the pain he caused himself and others, he might have been convinced that this was the end of his story, that God could no longer work through him. Many of us believe this same lie. We reason that God can't use our story because it's too mundane, too run-of-the-mill. Or maybe we think there are too many irredeemable parts, mistakes, and poor choices. Whatever our situation, we may shy away from telling our story. So hear me when I say this. Your story is a good story if the gospel is a part of it. Let me say that again. Your story is a good story if the gospel is a part of it. David couldn't keep his restored joy to himself. He wanted to give it away to share it with others. In the same way that God went on to use David, to proclaim his faithfulness, love, and compassion, God can use your circumstances and experiences to make his name known. Our opportunity as Christ's followers is to reach people and help them walk with God. This begins by reflecting the hope that we have in Christ through our actions and words. 
It also involves sharing our story and the source of our joy. People should look at our lives and wonder why we are so hopeful. Genuine change in us causes people to take notice of God working in our life. And our life, impacted by God's love, is a message that can speak volumes to family and friends. As we wrap up our time together, I want to give you some space to respond to what we've read, and maybe to what God is saying to you through Psalm 51. First, take a moment to process this question. When people look at your life, what do they see? How does this picture make you feel? Another question to consider is this. How can you share your story and the source of your joy with those around you this week? Now take a moment to pray for what God has placed on your heart during this time. Then I'll come back and share a prayer for all of us. Father God, in your presence there is fullness of joy. It's in this place that I want to reside all my days. When the enemy comes to steal my joy or tempt me with lesser things, I will remember that you give me grace upon grace. May I share the joyful work you continue to do inside of my heart with the world around me. Allow my life to be an offering of worship. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Remember that nothing you face and nothing you do can separate you from God's love. And because His love is the source of our joy, this means that the fullness of joy is available to you right where you are. Join us tomorrow as we conclude our journey meditating on Psalm 51, considering why the sacrifice that God desires most isn't our outward actions, but a change that takes place inside our hearts. Until then, blessings. Thank you.